Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning into the Inner Revolution podcast. Are you ready to be changed? Well, let's go. Hey everyone, here's another episode, episode 12 for the Inner Revolution podcast, Thinking Like a Church Planter. Had a couple thoughts wanted to uh, mention to you. I got some feedback recently from someone who had asked this question. I thought it was a very good question, and uh, it's in regards to volunteers. Volunteers. Uh, That's one of the most important groups of people in your church, one of the most self-sacrificing groups of people, and also one of the most transient groups of people, where they are excited about something, maybe emotionally, they draw near, and then um, if they're not rooted and grounded, their commitment can wane. So I want to talk a little bit about how to keep volunteers this is just a few thoughts. It's uh, definitely not extensive, but I know here at Greater Grace, uh, we have a huge volunteer base and it's really incredible uh, what happens just based on the heart of the volunteer. Now, one of the traps in a church is that you can be event driven and uh, events are really valuable to draw people into the core, to the mission, to let people know what's going on. But if you're doing event, 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 it can really tire out uh, the church and also your volunteer base. So you want to ask yourself, what are the most important events I can be doing? And do they reflect the mission of the church? Because if we're competing or trying to be a hotspot to have people migrate to the church just for events, uh, it can um, it can be tiresome, actually. So you want what you do to draw people in. Like, for instance, you may do concerts. Maybe you do a coffee house. Maybe you do um, a seminar or whatever it might be just to attract new people or to gather people together that have are really new in the church. They're looking for ways to uh, just connect. That is good. But in your event, you want to really engage and really um, help people go beyond the the thing that they're interested in into a real place of growth like so ultimately the fish hook leads people into a place of awareness and so they really realize the mission of the church what is the mission of the church it's to know god it's to grow our relationship with god it's to make god known in evangelism and um, so a big question that Um, needs to be asked in the church leadership is what do we do best? What is it that we, what is our niche? What is something that um, we excel at? And that's really a huge criteria to knowing where your strength is, what your niche is and what, um, you know, what it is that, uh, that you do good at or do that God ministers through you in a specific way. <clears throat> some churches they focus on a recovery ministry some churches focus on um you know different events like pro-life or uh they focus uh maybe on um singles ministry or um college age functions and these are all good things they're all good things but churches cannot do everything and if they try then they tire themselves out and They simply get people that are transient, that come and go based on the whim or interest of the month. So what do you do best? 
master that, focus on that, be creative with that, and have that grow. So three quick things about volunteers. Um, why, you know, why is it that things like, let's say there's an event and not many people show up to help for the event, or you're begging people to help you with the event? Well, first of all, one of my principles I live by is if God doesn't provide a team, then it then the event won't happen. Um, what I mean by that is oftentimes just a few people will practically kill themselves to have an event happen. And uh, there's really no support. And so the event happens at the expense of people. And um, that really is a telltale sign that number one, maybe people are not interested in the event. Number two, people don't know what's expected of them as far as volunteering. And number three, they don't realize, the people in the church don't realize how important it is for, to the pastor that this event happens. So these three points are very, very important. So if you have an event or something you're doing or you're encouraging people to be a part of, share your personal conviction about it. Let people know it's important to you. People will typically rally around the pastor's vision. Number two, tell them what's expected. You know you know, in, in a in a realistic and gentle way, what is it that you want to see happen? Like, for instance, Sunday school program in a church is so valuable because oftentimes families come and they want their kids to be engaged. And it's one of those key factors of a, of a family staying in a church. So obviously we want people to come for the word, but unfortunately not everyone understands the value of the word. They will come because of the worship, the kids program, and eventually learn the value of the word. So unfortunately, that seems to be the, um, the consecutive priorities of a new family. So if we want families to come, a kids program is a non-negotiable. It's an absolute must. So <clears throat> how do we target new families in our church? Uh, we have events that include kids, for instance. And uh, instead of doing a million things half-heartedly or guessing, uh, we do a few things well and make it a great event build community in the event. So it's important to you, you're communicating that. Number two, you're communicating what's expected because a lot of times people fail because they don't know what's expected of them and they're guessing what you want and that's a recipe for disaster. And then some people are just plain not interested. I know sometimes in Bible school, why Bible school tends to uh, wane in attendance is Certainly advertising is important, but is it emphasized in the church? And also, are the courses relevant to the people's needs? Sometimes in churches that are plateauing, that maybe people have been through Bible school, you know, offer courses that engage them in other areas, like maybe counseling or um, how to start a food pantry or how to engage people in prayer or how to plant churches. Like, again, what is it that pe what what is the interest level and something that's really helped us is a survey a survey is a great tool just and you can do this online you can do this uh, paper trail in the seats of your chapel just ask people what is it that you're interested in what makes you come alive what is it that you like to see in the church now that can be opening pandora's boxes as far as suggestions but at least you'll have a temp temperature of what is interesting in your church for your parishioners okay now um, again volunteers we want to make them 
you feel special in this sense for edification and also encouragement. But yes, we want them to know that they belong and that they're a critical agent to the church. Not everyone can be paid. Most churches have a very few percentage of their staff that's paid. And, um, <clears throat> but the volunteer is very special. So, uh, you know, again, keeping them, that's a work of God. Not everyone that volunteers is going to stay with you long term. Uh, you might start off with 10 people, 15 people, and you end up with seven people. Again, personal relationships are everything as far as team building. Personal relationships are everything in comparison to what you're doing. So more importantly than what we're doing, this is the people building, the people building principle, more importantly than what you're doing is who you're doing it with. So uh, again, you don't want to be so event driven and moving so fast that you're just using people just to get the event done and you're exhausted at the end of the event and nobody really was added to the church through the event. That's a good question. Are people added to our church through concerts or is it just something nice to do? Are people added to our church uh, based on coffee house events or um, whatever event we could say like a, um, a trunk or treat? Uh, these are great things, but who are we engaging? Who are we targeting? Who is it that uh, is it clear how to connect to our church uh, through this event? Now, ultimately, we're ministering Christ. Not everyone's going to come to our church or stay in our church, and that can't be our only motivation. But it certainly is on our is a is an objective. Okay, we don't want to do anything just to do things. People don't have time just to waste time. So again, you want to. Uh, ask yourself, okay, what do we do best? What is the mission of the event? And do people really understand the conviction and heart behind the event from the pastor? And if there's no interest, if there's no team, if there's really no, um, really no um, commitment, then then don't do it. Don't don't do it. You know, we do a Thanksgiving potluck here every year, and it's an awesome event where close to 700 people come. And we serve them turkey stuffing and just a beautiful Thanksgiving dinner. But it's a family time for the church. And this event draws people together. This event draws community. This event draws uh, a community, uh, an atmosphere where people can meet people and have a spirit of uh, building relationships. So really ask yourself more than just your volunteers, what is it that you're doing? What is it that you're spending time doing? Is it building your church? Is it building your people? Or is it just uh, making a whole lot of busyness, plague of busyness that we're in in these days? So if you're wondering why people are not showing, how about this evangelism, evangelism? If you talk about evangelism, uh, if you share testimonies about evangelism, if you have prayer meetings and make it an emphasis in your church services, uh, people will come. People will come. Maybe it's a few people, but that's all you need is a few people. Same thing with prayer meetings. Be creative. Be creative. <clears throat> prayer, evangelism. These are things that build your church. Uh, more than just event, event, event. Uh, those are valuable, but do what ultimately builds your church. So ask yourself, what is your mission statement? What is it that you want people ultimately to find when they come? And then have things 
that you can give them when they leave. That's another huge point. Sometimes people come and go and they forget their experience within a few weeks. Have something that you can give them that will remind them of their visit. Maybe a magnet, maybe um, it's a bookmark, maybe it's a booklet, maybe it's a CD, maybe it's um, a coffee card that invites them back to your cafe. Give them a reason to come back. Give them a reason to come back. Because typically what happens, and you know this, that it takes several touches for someone to become aware of their spiritual need and that this place that they're, that they're coming to is a place of life, but also it's a place that needs to be frequented more than just once in a while. I hope these things helped you today. Thanks, friends, for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode.